Yo, we back, we back, we back, we back, bye week back. It's Nick Emperado, Ryan Padalic, all yo, yo. fins. How are you doing today, boy? You know, it was uh, quite the long night last night, uh, going to that Bills-Broncos primetime game. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it was honestly one of the better games that I've been to at Highmark oh. Stadium. Um was just another great interaction with those lovely Bills fans that we've come to to love over the years. Yeah, we're in Bills country, so we know all about them. All about that. Yeah, so let me just get this out of the way, and then we'll jump right into that game. So I appreciate you guys sticking with us. I see our, our uh, listeners did jump up this week. Um, we are working on some, some new equipment. Get, and my computer actually broke, so um, I appreciate you sticking with us. Uh, we are going to get you some better quality here coming up. Um, but I just wanted to start with that and then, uh, you know, we'll jump into the games here. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the games that happened, um, over the bye week for the dolphins, how it affected them. And then we're going to get into talking some defense. And then next episode, right before the Raiders game, we'll do a, you know, a Raiders preview. So, um, we'll start, we'll start backwards. Um, we're going to start with the Monday night game. Ryan was there with his wife, um, and some family. Um, his wife is a Broncos fan. Um, so she already went through it a little bit this year. So we talked about a little bit before the game, Ryan, how, uh, you know, we didn't really see it happening, but you know, the defense is good for the Broncos. I said, maybe if it was in Denver, I would pick them to win that game. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just tell us how the atmosphere was, you know, a little bit about your experience. I know it wasn't that great. Um, and how it sounded when that field goal went through. I mean, that was our, our very first night game. Um, and as you know, you and I, along with other friends of ours, we've been to plenty of, of, of Bill's home games and the atmosphere is always like they, they, they show out. Um, they're always ride or die. I mean, but that again, they're also like their shit doesn't stink. Um, so the atmosphere was, was super rowdy. Um, when the game first started, uh, I mean, it would have been nice to, to see them get a touchdown that, that first offensive drive there, but that three points, I mean, any points you can score there is a win. Um, cause it's a super tough place to play at, let alone win at. Um, so that's kind of how it started for us. Uh, we were, there were probably eight Broncos fans that we were with surrounded by nothing but bills fans. So we were just getting heckled that whole game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that that Bills team right now is kind of going through it. Um, I don't know what their problem is. Um, I mean, quite frankly, I don't really care. Um, it's great to see them kind of on this losing streak. Um, it seems to be that uh, the teams that 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 we tend to uh, play very well against, they just can't seem to uh, to a beat. Um, I mean, that Broncos defense showed up. Uh, they got two interceptions out of, out of Josh Allen. Um, it seems like that whole offense was just like in shambles last, last night as well. Um, they were r- running the ball pretty well, but their pass game just wasn't what we were typically used to seeing, you know? 
Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, you know, the Bills problem is, like you said, I mean, they, they have a great fan base. Um, they do eventually get like home field advantage when it's cold and blustery and windy. And you saw that mm-hmm. last night a little bit with the, with the field goals, they were, you know, Lutz was a, <clears throat> a very good kicker for a long time and he was struggling, you know, right. you know? So I think, I think they do have a little bit of that home field advantage. Yeah. Uh, like we were talking a little bit this afternoon. Um, if the Broncos scored all of their offensive p- possessions even if it was just three points you know like like that game what would have been blown out and it wouldn't have even had to come down to that last second field goal because on the offensive side like Denver had the ball a lot more than the Bills did and it seems like they were a lot more um what's the word I'm looking for they were just more offensively productive I guess I mean it was kind of a slow game like not a whole lot of action like like not a high scoring game but I mean it's one of those things that either you go to that stadium and see the Bills dominate or you go there and you see them struggle so it was a very great game to see and my wife being a Broncos fan I mean I I do have that that love for them as well so just seeing her first win versus them it was just a great experience for all of us that that were there with her yeah yeah i think i think uh looking back through the drives here like you were saying the the bills fumble james cook he gets benched for a quarter and a half which i think is ridiculous um they came back got a field goal josh throws a pick that he threw a ball 100 miles an hour off gabe davis's hands and then it's gabe davis's fault then he got punt 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 touchdown broncos on that play by russell wilson and and Cortland sutton i don't know if you got to see the replay but that was a play by yeah. both of them i mean being there live i honestly thought that he he didn't get both feet down um but i mean obviously that that i think uh you you sent me something and and that like the probability of that that catch was like four percent yeah i mean so yeah hell hell of a play by Cortland sutton and um, Russ's scrambling was more productive, I think. Um, I think the Bills only sacked him twice. Yeah, which, he was getting upfield a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, once that, once that pocket broke up for him, I mean, he just kind of took off and and did and uh, did his own thing. Um, it would have been nice to see them throw the ball more, which I think that's something that gets talked about weekly. Um, but it just seemed like their first two plays were run, run, and then they would have that that set, that uh, second or or third down pass. Um, yeah, it would have been nice maybe to to see more deep balls. Um, the only one that they they really let fly there was that uh, fourth quarter throw to Jerry Judy, which ended up being that pass interference. Which when that got called, those Bills fans were letting them hear it man i mean that that place got real (laughs) loud really quick um it was a it was pass interference teron johnson's been getting away with that all season i mean you saw it against waller and then what was it the next week who they play they got away with one i don't even remember but he's been getting away with it all year but you see russ 24 29 193 yards a couple touchdowns that's the best we've seen him all year 
Andy, you know, rushed the ball nine times for 30 yards. Again, what mm-hmm. you were saying. But <clears throat> not to make this a Bills podcast, but right, right. I'm going to go ahead and finish up with and their problem is a few things. Josh Allen can't stop turning the ball over. They can't commit to the run game. This might have been the most they ran the ball in the whole season for the Bills. And James Cook averaged nine yards a carry. <laughs> so, And then coaching is another problem. I don't want to hear anything about injuries because they're really missing Matt Milano. You know what I mean? So um, we'll move on after that. But the Bills are in shambles, like you said. They are. Um, so we're just gonna we're just gonna do a quick fire or rapid fire for the games. A quick thought on them, and then we'll get onto the standings um, from there. Alrighty. So yeah, uh, first game Thursday, uh, Panthers Bears. Uh, the Bears pulled that one out. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Not much. Bryce Young's going through it. I think Frank Wright. Uh, I don't think he should be the fall man for that, but you know they can't lose to Tyson Bajan, D D two undrafted free agent. Right, um, right. I think if it's in Carolina, it probably swings three points the other way. Uh, but you know they're both jostling for the first overall pick or top five picks there. Yep, yep, I agree with you there. I mean, it it just seems like both of those teams are kind of just on that rebuild phase, you know. So, yeah. Um, next here we got, uh, Colts Patriots and the Colts pulled, pulled that one out as well. Funny game, man. I actually took a nap during this game. I was so bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, very, very low scoring game. I mean, if it, it was just one, one of those slow back and forth games, Mac Jones, you know, being the, the scapegoat for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not a Mac Jones fan. I will be the first one to say that, but he went 15 for 20 for 117 or 170 yards. Meanwhile, they're leading both their running backs. Actually, I'm sorry. We're averaging four yards a carry, um, 33 attempts. Um, they have no wide receivers, nobody to, nobody to talk about. So I, you know, I don't like Mac Jones, but he's probably not the, the problem there. Yeah. Um, and, in. In my opinion, I just think next game they should let B- B- Bailey Zappi start. You know why not? I mean, you've got what two wins this 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 whole season. You know. Yeah, and I mean, you might as well and see how it, see if it helps. I mean. Yeah. Um. Next game, Texans Bengals. That was probably one of the better games of those uh one o'clock slots. I believe it was. Yeah, I mean CJ Stroud is him. Um I I fully believe he was probably he I mean he's the best rookie in the in the class right now. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, and in again, um stop me when you know one of these names, okay? Noah Brown, Tank Dell, John Mechie, you know, what I mean yeah, these are the yeah, people he's throwing. Beat, yeah, so these are a lot of rookies and he's making them look good. I mean, they do have Dal- Dalton Schultz who this was probably his best game as a Texan. Um, John Mechie, he was an Alabama guy who beat cancer. So he, you know, this is his first real action this year. They got Robert Woods, who almost made a spectacular play in the back of the end zone. But I think what you really saw is they got the running game going. Devin Singletary, 30 rushes for 115, 150, 150 yards and a touchdown. That's probably his best game of his career. And then CJ Stroud just keeps showing you that he he really is him. 300, 356 yards. Um, you know, they're they got a bright future. They do. 
Yeah, um, I think I read somewhere that this is the best start they've had in, in God knows how long. Um, the last two weeks, C.J. Stroud has balled out and just showed that that just like you said, he is him. Um, he, I mean, if if he keeps playing like this, he will or he should definitely be the face of that uh, team in yeah, the near future. Funny, it reminds me of you know Deshaun when he came out of Clemson. You know, yeah, it's kind of weird actually. Uh, next, we got uh, Packers Steelers. Um, once again, man, I don't know how the Steelers are six and three right now. Um, they're they're just uh, it seems that they're a real defensive based team. You know, like that offense isn't as great um, as as they've been playing. I think I don't I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Uh, I, yeah, they got a good defense even without. Minka. Yeah. Um, they ran the ball well. Jalen Warren and Najee, they got a kind of thunder and lightning kind of tandem there. Fast guy, power guy. Um, and I saw Kenny Pickett has the least amount of turnovers um, for any quarterback in the NFL right now, which is surprising. He only has four. So he's protecting the ball. They're playing good defense. They got a little bit of a run game going. Yep. They should probably ha- be three and six and not six and three, but right, right. it is what it is. You know, let's hope they get the, you know, let's hope they pull Miami pulls them in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, that, that, that would, uh, that would be a great boost for this Miami team. Um, we got uh, Titans at Tampa. I thought the Titans were going to win this game. To be honest, I picked them to win. Um, I think a defense finally got to Levis. Uh, he had 20 incompletions. You know what I mean? They had zero running game. Derrick mm-hmm. Henry ran for 24 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they got someone to build around. I think Levis is probably going to be the quarterback next year. He might get like a, you know, a Sam Howell type audition where he gets a whole year to himself. Right. Um, but I think they need to they need to get the O line figured out. Derrick Henry is going to be gone after this year. I know they like Tajay Spears, so. Hopefully they can put some some pieces around them. You know, obviously they got DeAndre Hopkins. They got a good um, tight end in uh, Okoambo. And uh, hopefully they can put some pieces around him and get a better O-line. Yeah, I think uh, Derrick Henry being that main workhorse for that offense, I think he's just tired, uh, kind of like the Cowboys were with, uh, with, with, with Zeke there. Um, yep. You can only run him so much before he's just like hurt or just beat up, you know? Um, and then teams finally figure out how to stop such a like freak dude like him, um, which makes you have to share the wealth on the offense to other players. But I think Will Lutz coming off his game last week, I mean, he, he was probably feeling pretty good, but I mean, I think that that Tampa Bay defense tends to be pretty well or, or pretty good. I should say, um, but just like you, I thought that Tennessee was was going to win that game. But I mean, Andy given Sunday, you know. So yeah, yeah. Um, another good game. I mean, Browns Ravens. Poof, <laughs> man that that Browns defense is no joke, man. Yeah. How many how many points are they going to score for for the offense? You know what I mean. Um, right. Which you know, good for them. You know what I mean. I I'm not knocking them for it. I'm just saying like. Um, every week this this year, it seems like um, the defense is scoring a touchdown or two for them, which is huge, mm-hmm. and, and and really making up for um, you know the loss of Nick Chubb there, and 
Deshaun being in and out, in and out, in and out. So um, the Ravens, I think they're good. I think they're only as good as Lamar is that week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they have some decent receiving options, a lot of big names, um, but I don't think they blend together very well. They don't, you know, I think Odell and Zay Flowers have a similar um, and Rashad Bateman, for that matter, have a very similar skill set. So <clears throat> it's those three and Mark Andrews, you know. So I think they're going to have problems if Lamar doesn't put the team on their back or his back. Yeah, this is one of those games where I had it on at first and then I was like, wow, like the Browns are actually getting blown out right now. So I, so I put on, I think it was maybe the, I don't know, I think the 49ers game. I don't know. Um, and then I see on the bottom of, my screen and in the fourth quarter that they came back and I was like, Holy shit, you know? Um, Yeah. So I put, put that back on. And I mean, the, the, uh, the uh, Browns clutched up and they came back and won that game. But yeah, um, I think getting OBJ on paper was like huge for them, but um, I just don't think he's getting, uh, I think that so far this was probably his best game of, of the year. Um, stats wise i guess uh i just haven't heard his name being talked about as much as previous years yeah Um, so uh and then i mean the next game that i'm seeing here is 49ers jacksonville which i did not expect this at all i mean 34 to 3 i i thought it was going to be one of the better games sunday but i mean that 49ers team just just showed up again, you know, and and just did what they've seemed to be doing most of this year so far. Yeah, Trevor was bad. The run game was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, this was really all about the 49ers, man. Brock Purdy. Um, they came off a bye week, which most teams, I will say most teams come off a bye week ready to go. You know, Brock Purdy had a good game, three touchdowns, no interceptions. They ran the ball efficiently. Um, I, I don't have a lot of thoughts. I just thought Trevor Lawrence was bad today and that's going to happen. You never know. Yep. Same, same. Uh, let me see here. I am frozen for some reason. Um, bear with me here already. Uh, we're looking at Saints Vikings. Um, I saw that Josh Dobbs is not going to start this week. Um, after going two and oh, um, I saw, that uh, Jaron Hall is going to start again, even coming off concussion protocol. I I think they're going to get um, Jefferson back this week or next week. Um, but, you know, I think um, the Saints are not a good team, and Derek Carr is not a good quarterback anymore. Yeah. Um, I think – I mean, Josh Dobbs, it seems like he'll, he will get comfortable on one team, and then they just kind of trade him away. And I get that uh, Arizona was getting Kyler Murray back, but Josh Jobs is still, I mean, he's proven that he's one of, of those good second options for that position. Um, yeah. He's efficient, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's, he, he just seems to just read his options fairly well. Um, we have next uh, Atlanta and Arizona. Yeah. Kyler came back, put the team on his back there. You know, that's not a good team. Um, I think right now he's playing to get them out of the first overall pick. So he doesn't get traded away um, because they'll definitely take Caleb Williams. If Mm -hmm. you know, they're the opportunity. James Conner came back, ran the ball. Good. 
Um, but I think the main storyline here is uh, the Falcons don't have a quarterback and Kyler Murray put the team on his back and yep. got a dub for them. Yep. I don't really have much to say about that, that game either. Um, next, we got Lions Chargers, which, again, a, a super good game on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, Jared Goff and and Justin Herbert both had really good games. I mean, it really just came down to who was going to get the ball last and who was going to score, who was going to make more plays. Um, you know, you see Keenan Allen lighting up the stat sheet again. Yep, yep. Um, Ross St. Brown did the same thing. It was really, you know, they were both very well matched. It reminded me of the week one game, and it just came down to who had the ball last. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Detroit team is no joke, man. Yeah, like, I yeah. – do it's I you know them or the Eagles I I have them one and two probably right now in the NFC. Yeah, and it's it's good to uh, to finally see this this Lions team um, at least for their their fan base being being good finally after all of those years of just kind of a shit show team you know. Um, yeah, shout out to Dan Campbell, man. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, Giants Cowboys. I mean, I have nothing to say that that Giants team is just another one of those teams that are just in shambles right now. Um, I don't think Dan Jones is that guy. I think they paid him a bit too much, and uh, yeah, I mean, they got blown out seventeen to forty nine. They probably paid him fifteen million a year too much. Yep. He's getting forty million a year. He's probably. You know, 25 is probably what you're going to get for a starting quarterback these days. Mm-hmm. I would say keep Tommy DeVito in for the rest of the year and try to get one, you know, one of those top three picks and get a quarterback. Yep. Um, we're looking at Washington, Seattle. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I don't have that much on this game. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> I do, I do, I do have respect for Sam Howell. I, I will say he's a baller. Uh, he's gotten sacked. He's on pace to ha- be sacked the most out of any quarterback in NFL history, and yet he still goes out week after week and and produces and balls out. Um, and Gino, you know he he had a good game, but you know my main my main thought in this game, I did see that Zach Charbonnet, the rookie from UCLA, out snapped Kenneth Walker in this game. And I don't know if that's a a pass protection thing. If 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 they think Zach's better in pass protection, or um, if they're trying to, I don't know, save Kenneth's legs for the playoffs, something. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, that that surprised me. That's probably my main thought of that game. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't watch this game. I caught the end of it there. Um, the last couple balls went to went to DK, and I mean, he's a huge dude, and he just kind of played bully ball. Um, versus those those uh, those safeties at the end of that game, and just got them in 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 field goal range, and and I mean that 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 was it right there. Um, last game here for for Sunday, we have Jets Jets Raiders. Um, <clears throat> two bad teams. Yeah, I don't really care that the Raiders won two games in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, that happens. You get you know, a change in culture. Everybody buys into it. Um, they got some good players, man. Like they got Josh Jacobs, DeAndre, Hot, uh, Jesus, Devonte Adams. Um, 
you know, and, and some players on defense. Um, but my thoughts are I'm not, you know, I'll take Dolphins minus a couple touchdowns on Sunday. Yeah, um, I'm not necessarily worried about this Miami Raiders game. Um, I don't know if that's me just being cocky or if – I don't know. I mean, I just haven't seen enough this year out of this Raiders offense to to necessarily fear them. Um, I know they have Max Crosby, which he's a beast on that defensive side. Um, we'll just have to see how – it plays out, but just like you, um, I think we should come away with 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 that win this week. Yeah, and uh, we don't need to get back into the Bills game, yep. but I think the Bills and the Jets play this week, I believe. So yes, one of those do. teams, one of those two teams, going to be a six loss team. Um, you know, I'm not saying it's a must win for Miami against the Raiders, but a win against the Raiders is going to be huge, and we'll talk a little bit more about that um, at the end of the week here. Um, so we just recap the games real quick in the standings. Um, you know, this this week was huge. We got Cincinnati losing. We got Baltimore losing. Everybody in the AFC East lost. Um, the Chargers lost again. Um, so, you know, Miami sitting at the – the oh, the Jaguars lost too. Mm-hmm. Miami sitting at the four seed right now. Um, <clears throat> you know, they got a game or a game and a half over all the teams below them almost. Um you know, that they've played. So I just think, you know, the next few games have to be um, where they pull away almost, you know, because right, um, right. they have the opportunity to do that right now. They have the opportunity with this, with that bye week, which I would say that was a bye week dub if I've ever seen one. Um, I think that they need to go ahead and, and keep their foot on the gas and, and beat the Raiders and go beat the Jets at home. Um, and, and keep their foot on the gas there. So, um, you know, we're going to get into the defense here real quick. Uh, we went a little long on that, but that's okay. Um, you know, so we'll just talk about each individual individual group on the defense, um, and then we'll do the same thing we did last week, um, MVP of the defense and disappointing uh, player for the defense this year, which I don't have a ton, to be honest with you. It was, it was hard to pick one. Um, but D line, man, <laughs> um, I'm loving it right now. You you highlighted Andrew Van Ginkle, mm-hmm. who's probably the best rotational pass rusher um, in the league, or if not one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Christian Wilkins leading the team in QB hits. Um, Chubb is everything you would want it would have wanted when he traded a first round pick, and and Zach Sealer um, is showing why he got paid. Um, you know, and then not to leave Jalen Phillips off, you know, he's been battling right, right. injuries. Um, but again, he shows you that he's got that extra gear at the end of games. Um, I did see a rep from the Kansas City game where he. Um, I mean, I'm loving where the D line's at right now, and I'd love to know what your thoughts are. Yeah. Um, on the defensive side, I mean, all year it seems like we've we've played fairly well. Um, it's great to start hearing Bradley Chubb's name more and more each week. Um, Jalen Phillips battling injury, like you said, but he still seems to uh, show up when the time comes. I mean, um, if we can keep 
everyone healthy on the defensive side. I don't see why we can't continue to just uh, win these up upcoming games. I mean, because on paper, uh, our defense really is is great. Um, I don't really have a problem moving forward. I guess. Yeah, the D. Like I said, the D line seems to be, you know, our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, but even behind those guys with with uh, David Long um, and Jerome Baker, I think David Long reminds me of what Elandon Roberts was last year and the previous year since I think to the, uh, maybe 2020. Um, mm-hmm. He just shoots gaps, hits people hard. Um, he's better in pass coverage than Elandon for sure, uh, but he's getting better this year as well. We saw him in the first week, not play a lot um, because, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't understanding the coverages, um, especially in the nickel package. Um, But even Jerome Baker, I mean, um, he is always, he always seems to be the same player. You know, once in a while you get, you'll get a splash play from him. um, But mostly, you know, he's in on tackles. He's not going to burn you for the most part. Um, right, right. You know, I think the linebacker group in general um, isn't amazing, but it's not going to get you in trouble either, per se. Right, right. Um, and then, obviously, rounding off the defense um, in the secondary, it's it's nice to have Jalen Ram- Ramsey back there, man. Um, it really makes the defense tick. Yeah, um, it seems to take some of that pressure off of Xavier Howard and um, Javon Holland for sure. Yeah, I think what you're seeing more than anything is instead of the safeties having to watch the whole field per se, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. more putting putting Jalen on an island on his side and and being able to look the middle of the field and in the other side of the field because you know as as much as it pains me to say. You know, Xavier Howard's lost a step. Um, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if this is his last year in Miami, not based on performance, but based on age and financials. Right. Um, you know, but I think Jalen Ramsey being back is is what, you know, you see the uptick in the defense. I think that has a lot to do with Vic Mangio, obviously, and what he brings. Um, but just the confidence I see in the defense since Jalen Ramsey's been back is insane. Yeah, just just that 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 one game there versus the Chiefs, uh, that that almost pick six, you know, um, that was a great thing just to see. I mean, his his first game back for first game, um, with this defensive scheme, I guess, uh, in a real game setting, and I think he performed well. Yeah, yeah, he, you know, like the. You know, obviously, Mag Jones didn't really try his side of the field. And then the one time he did, he gets picked. Um, and then I, you know, I don't even think I heard his name called in the Chiefs game. Um, yeah. Maybe once or twice. But um, again, they're just avoiding his side of the field. And that's really opening up everybody else to be able to play their game. Um, it's nice to see Cater in the slot. He struggled in, on the outside um, all season. So I, I really do think it, it was, um, you know, it's nice to see Cater in the slot. And then um, in the, in the, for the safeties, Javon Holland, he missed a game, but, you know, solid is all can all, you know, as what is solid as you would want from your, 
your safety. Um, but what I'm really impressed with is the way Deshaun Elliott came in. Um, I'm a big Brandon Jones fan, um, have been since he was a rookie. Um, I think he's a hard hitter, plays hard, and um, has a lot of heart. But um, I think Deshaun Elliott probably locked himself into a contract extension after this season. Yeah, I uh, agree with you there. Um, I think our secondary is 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 good. You know, um, I don't think we have any issues there. Um, again, I don't really have a whole lot of knowledge on defensive stats. You know, um, I think we kind of touched on this last week. So moving forward, it will have to be something that I pay more attention to. Yeah, and like I said, um, when we started this podcast, we're not you know, trying to pretend like we're, um, you know, experts or anything of that nature. We're kind of just trying to give you the, the fans perspective, you know, as we pick it up. Um, and as we go along and learn, you know, we listen to, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, try to learn as much as I can about that. But, um, it's something that took me a long time. You know, I think we were just talking about, what do you do when there's a play going on? Who do you watch? You know what I mean? Right, right. And I think the 99% of football fans would probably say the quarterback, you know, but I train, uh, like, I try to train myself to watch the O line and the D line or watch the secondary as much as you can on the broadcast and see how it develops. Um, and then I think as that goes on, you start to see things differently. Um, you know, but like I said, we're, we're just, we're just trying to have fun. That's all that is. Yeah. Um, so you kind of touched on this last episode, but give me your defensive MVP. Um, kind of like, like last week, um, Andrew Van Ginkle, he is my guy, uh, so far. Um, it looks like he, bear with me here. Uh, da, 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 da. looks like he is in third place on the team. As far as sacks goes, it looks like he's half a sack behind Christian Wilkins, but I just like the aggression and just kind of speed that he's played with so far this year. Yeah. I think, you know, what makes him so valuable, um, is he's playing defense and special teams, first of mm-hmm. all. And second of all, he's stepping in and playing those reps when when Phillips is hurt and you're not seeing that drop off and play. Now, right, yeah, now, not at all. If you gotta give me one or the other, you know what I mean? Obviously I'm gonna take Jalen Phillips. Right, right. You'll take but, Jalen Phillips. But you know what I mean? I, I can see how you would get to that conclusion. You know, and I you know, I'm gonna take J I'm gonna take Bradley Chubb um mm. for two reasons. One you know, he's staying healthy. He's playing every snap. He's balling out. But two, it's just because he got dogged after the trade by so many Dolphins fans. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he played hurt last year. He was learning a new scheme. You know, he gets his guy Vic Vangio back from, from Denver. And you're starting to reap the benefits of that. So I don't want to hear any more Bradley Chubb right, right. here. Um, and then do you have somebody on the defense that you would like to see some more out of the rest of this year or that uh, you're disappointed? Kind of like we touched on here um, a couple minutes back. I mean, this might be a hot take, but you have uh, Xavier Howard. I mean, that he, he came off that 2020 season with 10 picks, and I think he has one pick this year. Um, but then again, I mean, his his age comes into factor – 
the injuries that he's had to deal with. But still, uh, I think he's one of the highest paid cornerbacks in the mm-hmm. NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be great just to see more out of him uh, moving forward this year, if at all possible, in my opinion. I, I agree with you 100% because, you know, you see him – playing which is good you know what i mean mm-hmm. we lose mm-hmm. him for the the eagles game he says he's ready to go he doesn't play you know what i mean and then the next week right. says he's ready to go two weeks before that and he still doesn't play again so you know why is you know miami does tend to put people on ice a little bit and not play them when you think they could play or when they think mm-hmm. they can play um but you know i would i would agree i would like to see him come away with you know, they're going to force the issue on his side of the field a little bit more now with Jalen Ramsey back. So um, I'd like to see him make some plays um, going down the stretch here. We could really use it. Um, but, you know, not to dog on Cater Kohu or anything like that, but, you know what I mean, he really struggled on the outside. I really didn't think he was a, a slot-only guy. Mm-hmm. You know, but it does look like he, you know, he's got to play inside. Um, he does a really nice job as a slot receiver, being physical. And then not only that, but he plays the run very well, which you need out of your slot guys. Um, but, you know, I, you know, he's not making the splash play. He did have a nice breakup um, at the end of that game on MVS. But, you know, I would say, Let's hope Xavier Howard and Jalen Phil- or Jalen Ramsey stay healthy the rest of the year, and he can stay in the slot. And um, you know, hopefully, he won't sh- you know be the guy I think of when I think that of the defense struggling. He hopefully Cater is not the guy I think of. Yeah, yeah, for point. sure. But you know, undrafted rookie, only his second year in the NFL. Um, no hate. It's just I just think I just think he's just so much better in the slot. Um, and based on where he's played this season, um, he would be the one I would highlight that has struggled the most for me. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we, um, we'll come back later this week. This is going to probably, um, be a Raiders preview. Um, you know, we'll hopefully break down some, some matchups in that game. Um, especially Devonte Adams, you know, versus our secondary and seeing if we can, um, if Austin Jackson can stop Max Crosby. Um, but other than that, um, check us out on Twitter, all on all fins, um, subscribe, rate the podcast. And other than that, we will be back later this week. Alrighty, man. Peace. That was great to talk to you. See you. Yep.